I was about to say something not very clever, and then Lindsay looked at our small cactus like it said something to her that only she could hear. <laughs> Hi, everybody. My name is Jordan Reed. I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. <laughs> Each week, we talk about things like cryptozoology. Will anybody know what our small cactus told Lindsay, but only <laughs> she could hear it? True crime. Maybe it was a riddle, maybe it was a secret, or maybe it was an arcane code. Urban legends? Maybe it was just that one code that a bunch of Super Nintendo people like, the up, up, down, down, select, start, or something. Sure, anything spooky related. That's right, even cactus secrets. Every single week, except for the last few, Lindsay and I will both go our separate ways, only for a little bit. And when we're there, we research a topic separately of one another, and then we reconvene inside of our house, and Lindsay tells everyone what she researched, and I do the same thing, and so we all listen together, and it's just so nice. It is nice. And again, it's not always about cacti and their secrets, it's about like, you know, ghosts and zombies and uh, aliens. And sometimes rats. And sometimes rats. I don't remember what we talked about last. It's been a couple weeks. It has been. We've been taking it easy. Well, not really easy. We just, you know, spoiler, we don't talk a lot about real things because we don't feel like that's our show, but we just haven't felt like it's been time. But now we feel like maybe we just, we're ready to do it again for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's been summer. It's been summer style. And speaking of summer style, uh, this show and this episode for a while is brought to you by our friends over at Native Language Clothing. You can go to nativelanguageclothing.com or go to their Instagram, Native Language Co., and check out their sweet summer style shorts and buy a pair. And when you buy a pair, you can use the promo code Spooky Spouses, all one word, all lowercase, and get 30% off. And they just restocked some gray Sherpa shorts and they're very cool. They are. And they're very soft. They're very soft and they're very nice. Um, we still need to post photos. They sent us some cool orange velour hoodies and we haven't posted they a photo did. yet. They did. I know. We're so behind. We are so behind. That's because we're old. Yeah. Well, let's <laughs> what, let, let's give people some updates about some things we've been doing to occupy our time. You mentioned we sometimes talk about rats. Mm -hmm. And speaking of rats, we noticed or I noticed a long time ago that there was probably a mouse or mice living in my car. Yeah. So what we did is we bought those uh, humane, reusable, no-kill mouse traps. It's green. It's see-through. It looks like if you were to go to an exclusive nightclub and it was like the uh, hallway to the actual main dance floor. Of oh, the space hallway? Like a space hallway. But at the end where the dance floor would be was a small little pile of peanut butter we made to attract <laughs> mice and then we caught one mouse that we named cheryl we did and we drove two miles away from our house and we let cheryl go so cheryl could live in another person's car yes and yes it was actually right down the hill from a very nice house and i'm sure they have very nice cars so go for it cheryl cheryl's living in alexis she is living in alexis and then we did it again, and then we caught a second mouse that we named Daryl. Mm -hmm. So we released Daryl right where we released Cheryl. And then we did it again, and the third mouse we caught, we named, you guessed it, Carol. And then we <laughs> let Carol go where we let Cheryl and Daryl go. Well, because we wanted them to all be together. But, mm -hmm. okay, there's, this is the creepy part about it, which we didn't purposely do. But it's not the fact that we all that we not only named them, but we named them Cheryl, Daryl, and Carol. <laughs> we dropped them all, all off in the same spot. And when we were dropping off the second mouse... Daryl. We <laughs> noticed that 
one poor unfortunate mouse had been run over by a car. We don't think it was Cheryl or Carol, but it had been run over. And I just thought to myself, like, okay, so you get captured by someone. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. And then they hold you hostage. And then when they, they're like, well, we're going to let you go. And you're kind of like, oh, my gosh. The hope is, you know, and you get out of the, you know, murdered out van, literally murdered out. Yeah. And there's a dead body where they release you. Like, you're still getting away, <laughs> but there's a dead body there. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not a good sign when you're set free. But then, yeah, there's, yeah, it's not it's, nice. It's kind of scary. It is kind of scary. Now, it very well, Lindsay just told everyone that, and I'm sorry to... I guess, what's the word? Divulge all of our theories. But Lindsay said that it could have gotten run over by a car. I think that's true. But we also know around that area, there's a lot of birds and a lot of hawks. Oh, yeah. And it could have been a hawk driving a car. (laughs) That was like, well, I'm vegetarian, but I still hate mice. Yeah. And then it ran over the mouse. Yeah, it might have. Or it could have been another mouse driving a mouse car. And Mm. it's just the perfect size, just a little bit bigger than the mouse. So it's Mm -hmm. a perfect size to run over another mouse. Yeah. Mm, that's true what else have we been doing anything exciting Um, except for that i mean that's the most exciting your parents came here there was about a six foot snake in our yard he whipped it around to get it out of the yard my dad so i was using a weed whacker for the first time not trying to brag i'm 34 (laughs) and i used a weed whacker for the first time and then also when i used a weed whacker for the first time i went to get a drink of water maybe like 30 minutes later and my arm i'm so weak and frail that my arm shook and I spilled water on my chest and neck because it was hard to hold the weed whacker. But anyways, we <laughs> found a huge, well, you saw a huge snake. It was at least six foot. It was, no exaggeration, literally six foot. Like, I like how we act like we're surprised. We literally live in the middle of the woods. Yeah. Like, if we don't see a hawk, hear an owl, or there's not a cow running through our yard, there's a snake here. Yes. Like, that's where we are in the middle of the woods. Yeah. But my <laughs> my dad, uh, for some reason, where we grew up, there were also snakes in that yard, and my dad would pride himself on catching them, even without gloves. He's crazy. And he would get bit and, you know, whatever. He's now he's <laughs> he, he's kind of careless sometimes. He's a snake charmer now. Well, now he's the snake tosser, because he kind of pushed the snake away with a stick and was trying to like you know how snake wranglers hook the snake on the little hooky thing and they put him into the bags or whatever my dad i'm guessing thought oh i'll do that but with a big stick but instead of catching it really well he was trying to get balance of the snake and ended up almost throwing it a little bit uh so my dad was a snake tosser yeah he was a snake tosser but you know what yard looks great uh there's no (laughs) snake around and especially not that snake talking about spooky stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) um do you want to get into some spooky topics yeah do you want me to just go first yeah i want you to go first go ahead what now you're really enthusiastic about me going first and i want to know why just because you can do to you you know just whatever you got to do Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you picked up your phone first, so I was like, great. I don't have to pick up my phone right now. This is great. Before I get into my stuff, uh, earlier today on, what's today? Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Time doesn't, I feel like time doesn't exist a little bit sometimes. I asked some people, or I asked Twitter, uh, hey, what's like a weird, small, spooky fact that you know? Mm-hmm. And we got a few answers. And I'll read them right now. Colin Parker, our boss boy, said people used to bury people head down, feet up, so that if they reanimated and started digging, they'd merely dig further down. Yes. Now, I want to know if that was the case, if they were in full zombie mode, if they would just continue digging and digging, be like, man, it really is. They really buried me pretty far and it's getting warmer and warmer. And if they dug however many miles down the core is, mm-hmm. and they dug into the core, and they go, there's no one here, and then they would just melt. I don't know if that would, if if, if they would dig that far. You know, it just really dawned on me, though. I knew that fact, but it dawned on me because I'm like thinking, what if you woke up buried in the ground? You really wouldn't know which way is up. No, it would be really hard to, I guess, orient yourself. Is that a, like, uh, f- yeah, figure out where you were. Yeah. Like, which way would you dig? I mean, I guess, 
I mean, if you want to be really smart about it, you could just see where the soil is the loosest and then be like, well, that's where they put me in. <laughs> and you can and you can add that to your list. Lindsay's list of how I'd survive <laughs> if I was buried alive. Lindsay Reed resume. I know how to get out of a hole if I ever was buried in one. If I woke up underground, I could dig my way out. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. If you were a zombie, how far would you dig until you went, you know what? Brains aren't worth it. I'll just hang out here. I don't know. Or how long would you I dig? think like zombies, they don't, they just go. Like I, they just go until they decompose. So like, I don't think they think about things like that. Yeah. That's so a you good would point. just go until your arms rot off. That's a good point, huh? Yeah. Uh, okay. Then you would just start using your teeth to dig. Ew. Chomp, chomp. Chomp, chomp. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have one from Mason as well. We are nearing, and I'm reading this for the very first time. We are nearing the anniversary of the storied flight of the Gimli Glider, a Canadian Boeing 767 that ran out of fuel mid-flight because they didn't realize the specifications were in metric. Okay. Mm. So I guess they didn't put enough fuel in that bad boy. Yikes. Bad boy, i.e. airplane. Yeah. The 767 was brand new at the time. The pilot was an experienced glider pilot and with no instructions, only intuition, guided the plane to a safe landing on an old closed-down airstrip nearby. But, unbeknownst to them, the airstrip was hosting a go-kart race at the exact same time the plane came into land. Silently, because the engines were off, scraping the fuselage. Now, I will say that's the first time I've read and said fuselage, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little proud of it. <laughs> scraping the fuselage along the runway, the plane ground to a halt a mere few yards from the people at the race. The pilots from their window could see the looks of terror on the faces of the people there. Miraculously, due mostly to the skill of the pilot, Robert Pearson, everyone survived and nobody was injured except for a couple people who hurt their ankles evacuating the plane once it had stopped. Whoa. Yeah, what that guy should be like a household name. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, what was the what was the um, that movie that Sully? Tom Hanks? Sully. Yeah. Where's the maybe where's they the were Robert descendants? Pearson? Maybe like that was his great grandfather or something. Oh. And they just like they have like a sixth sense, but it's just being in terrifying plane incidents, and they know how to land it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah i'm kind of good at landing planes it's kind of it's genetic it's just the genetic thing we have one from katie diddy when you get embalmed you get moldy okay hmm. which makes the fact that there are a lot of corpses on display very weird to me and the fact that some of the bodies have been on display since like 1879 so like well if you're preserved isn't that different than being... Because when you're embalmed, that's just because you're getting buried. Embalmed is, I think, when they take out all your stuff and they, and fill, they fill you with yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what... Embalming let's just say fluid. Play-Doh. Yeah. <laughs> or mustard. I think, it, I think... You know what I think it is? Well, mustard. It's probably mustard. And that's why you get moldy. Oh, because mustard left out. Because that stinky, goopy, yellow slime. What is, what's the old saying? Moldy mustard makes the... What's the old saying? Um, I, I, well, there's a couple of different ones that I'm just... What's the one, though? Oh, like the oldest one? <laughs> <laughs> what's, Lindsay, what's the oldest mustard saying? Um. Lindsay, what's the oldest mustard saying? You're so dead, you're mellow, we'll fill you with yellow. <laughs> That's right. That's what it is. That's good. Yeah. Uh, what's a newer, what's the oh, newest the one? Newer they revamped one. it, yeah, because yeah. that and, was too long. And I'm literally not editing any silence out of the show right mm-hmm. now, and I'm not being sarcastic. I'm talking to fill time. Um, <laughs> you do kind of start to smell men's. Let's fill them with Hellman's. <laughs> mustard (laughs) i think that's the one isn't it what's the one yeah that's the updated one what's the one they were gonna do before the spellman's uh, hellman's one but they didn't but they threw out what was that mustard saying lens um Uh, specifically about you know like filling a dead body with mustard what was time doing bomb something about i don't know we see that's why they threw it out (laughs) But that's why they got rid of that one. <laughs> okay, great. And you can learn. I was going to try to rhyme Dijon, but in Balm, I realized after I said it, it didn't work. 
don't tell your mom, but we're using Dijon. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay, anyways. Okay. Um, Sir Eli of the Pine, a bird person. Now, he's not a bird person, but, I, well, I mean, he's not a person that is a bird. Uh, but this is our friend, friend of the show, Eli. But he's into birds. Okay. Loves a good bird. Mm. <laughs> he says, spooky fact. Despite the colossal squid growing up to 30 feet, 33 feet in length, which that is... That's crazy. That's enormous. Yeah. That's almost as big as my arm muscles. Just one of them. I know. All the way around. 33 feet. The first recorded living specimen was not captured until 2005. What else is hiding in the ocean? Yes, I agree. This is directly up my alley. So the fact that they've known that they're a giant squid and the first one was caught in 05 and it was 33 feet. Right. Imagine a bigger, smarter squid. Because squids already, like the the, the Humboldt squid, mm-hmm. they've been known to divert people's attention by changing colors and then punch them, then punch their lights out. Right. So they're about six to seven foot or something like that. I don't know. I'm not a squid spurt. But a squid spurt is also when you open a brand new mustard <laughs> thing and you get the little squiddy spurt. Yeah, you know I don't like mustard. I know, but that's just mushroom terminology. Yeah. That's just in the mushroom, or mushroom, mustard. Mustard. Mustard yeah, lexicon. You're in the, yeah. But I'm, I'm just waiting for like Florida one day to move and then they realize that it's just a gigantic squid that they've been living on. <laughs> he's like, no, out of here. Like on, uh, what was the, what was the movie Never Ending Story where it wasn't, didn't Trey, you realize he was on top of a giant turtle or something like that? I, it was either the turtle or it was the rock people. That's right. The Rock Eaters. What a bizarre movie that is. It was, but Falcor was really cool. So Falcor was cool. Yeah. Okay, so do you think that a squid over 33 foot, I guess body to brain ratio and stuff, do you think, or how quickly do you think you could teach it to understand basic human language i think it would it would have to emotionally be ready oh you think yeah because like i think it's smart enough to, to like do it if you told it to but it's smarter than you if you told so, it to so learn it, my learn my language <laughs> so like you would have to emotionally want that squid to learn a language sometimes you say things that i think are so far and beyond everyone's comprehension <laughs> that i'm i'm waiting for mensa to just send you the letter of like, hey, welcome to the welcome to the um, genius society. Oh yeah, because you're right. Squids do need to emotionally be re- be prepared for them to learn a language. Yeah. Okay, ready for this? I one? wait for that letter every day too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our last one is. I from... already got banned from writing letters to NASA because I wrote them too many times when I was little. You did. Why don't you tell that? That's a fun fact. I just did. Tell them a little bit more. What did you write them about? I wrote them about how I loved all the different planets, and they sent me posters back, but then I wrote them a lot that they stopped talking to me. <laughs> they went, okay. <laughs> kind of a, th- <laughs> who's, who's this nine, kind of thirsty for science, this nine-year-old. <laughs> yeah, I wrote too many letters. Was that around the time, I don't know if we've ever, if, if we've ever brought this up on the show, but is that around the time you were also making, didn't you make overalls for your stuffed bear or were you just making clothes for your stuffed bear? Uh, it was a stuffed cat and stuffed I made, cat. I made clothes for it. I made it a Bruce Springsteen outfit. <laughs> I was a pretty cool kid. <laughs> You want to spend a weekend with me? How how old were you when you made your stuffed cat a Bruce Springsteen outfit? I think I was like eight. (laughs) And then it was, you went, well, I've kind of exhausted all the clothes I can make for my stuffed cat. I better write some letters to NASA. Just a typical weekend for me, you know? Yeah, just... Hey Lynch, and then you come in. You come into school that Monday. Hey Lynch, what'd you do on your weekend? We're all eight or we're all eight years old. Um, nothing really. Just kind of made clothes for my cat, Bruce Springsteen style, and then I wrote a letter <laughs> to the space guys. <laughs> NASA did write me back twice though, and they said this has got to be the last letter you send us. <laughs> yeah, it's like that Eminem song about the one fan that kept writing him letters. I don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So then the last one we have here is from Calvin, a ravioli champion. And just the way Calvin's name on Twitter is with like the little fun little shapes around his. I just think it's yeah. very, it's very good to look at. Yeah. It's very that's pleasing. All. Here's a fun spooky fact. The Michael Myers mask. That's alliterative. The Michael's, My- the My- Ooh, oh, good Lord. The Michael Myers mask in Halloween was actually a William Shatner Star Trek mask that they spray painted and cut up to look scarier. 
Yeah. I remember that one. I didn't know it was William Shatner. I thought Trekkies. it was. What do they do with their fingers? They. That's it. That's okay. I know everybody can't that's see the me. One. Okay. That's the one. That's the one. So okay. two fingers together. Lindsay did a lot of really arcane. I didn't. I don't know a lot about Trekkies. But the thing is, it's really close to the cactus, the one you looked at earlier, and you and you looked at it quizzically, like, what, what did if, you say? What if I just disappeared right now? If you did? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I would be okay. very. That would be very difficult <laughs> to deal with if you just disappeared. Because you made, especially because you made hand signs to a cactus. Yeah. All right, Lindsay, I have some things from either one of these subreddits, and I want you to pick the subreddit. Okay. Spoiler, I haven't been going to cryptozoologynews.com recently because it's just like, I feel like the well has kind of been running dry. That's not Mm. to say I will never go back. Because everybody's staying inside. Well, this is even before COVID. Oh. Before all this stuff, it's like, ah, Bigfoot in Iowa, another pterodactyl. It's becoming the new norm. It is. So that's why I'm really, I've been really thankful for all of these wonderful subreddits. Yeah. But that being said, you can still submit a cryptid sighting to cryptozoologynews.com. And if anyone is listening and you feel like, I have a little extra time on my hands, and I feel like letting cryptozoologynews.com know about a cryptid sighting, quote unquote, how funny would that be if we got if, if if a listener submitted a story and got on there? I don't know. I would love it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Do you want something from the subreddit Humanoid Encounters, mm-hmm. which is a trusty one, mm-hmm. or the truth is here? Not the truth is out there, but the truth is here. That one's very vague. Okay. Which one? Which one you lean into? I mean, I guess that one because I want to know what truth is here. The truth. The. the. It's here. This is from uh, this is from Reddit user Depop Animes Girl. Mm-hmm. Depop, Dirty Pop, the NSYNC song, I think. Yeah. Slithering humanoids calling out from the woods. Lindsay, you've made a very good choice. Okay, so it basically is a combination of humanoid story and it is here. It kind of is, but I feel like this one. It's not like if this one were to be in humanoid encounters, mm-hmm. I bet you you would. Okay, so for instance, uh, maybe I'll read this one next week or next episode, whenever that is. The one from Humanoid Encounters, what's calling me at night and following me in the day? Question mark. So that one's like, I had an encounter. What is it? It's a little bit more um, question answer. Yeah. This one is slithering thing called my name. Okay. It's truth. It's fact. I'm staying. This is the story. I'm staying in Pigeon Forge near the Smoky Mountains right now in a cabin in the woods. Sounds ideal. That actually sounds very nice. Yeah. There are other cabins nearby, though. Okay. Okay. I was dead asleep last night, and my boyfriend was still outside in the hot tub, and he came inside yelling for me and woke me up. I will say, being in a hot tub in the middle of the woods seems awesome. Until something calls your name. Until a slithering humanoid calls your name. (laughs) (laughs) Then it's not fun anymore. No. You know what? It sucks. He said, he said that he started hearing something big moving around in the forest, and he thought it was a bear, but he shined his flashlight, and it was like something small moving through the grasses that he couldn't see. Could this have been a six-foot snake that my dad kind of threw with a stick? Maybe. Mm-hmm. There were multiple of them, but they were covered by the grass and moving in different directions. He only saw one, but it was a little ways in the distance. He described it as long and tan and skin colored like a person that was on their belly slithering around, but moving really fast and graceful. And it wasn't a snake? It was too big to be a snake? I or? guess I guess if he said, oh, it looks like, it was kind of far away, oh, it looks like a person slithering on their arms and legs. I bet you it was person-sized. Okay. Yuck. Then, clear as day, he heard a woman's voice scream, help me someone. And he says it was the weirdest sound. Like, it didn't sound like a real person. It sounded rehearsed and fake. And he couldn't tell where it was coming from. Anyone know what this is? We are freaked. Hmm. I mean, was somebody just watching a movie really loud? And it was like a bad, like, derated, like, spooky film. And it was like, someone help me, please. Okay, and action. Someone help me, please. (laughs) Okay, be a little bit more scared this time. Action. Someone help me, please. (laughs) I don't. I don't really know. I mean, they 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 were saying that there are cabins nearby. Okay, Okay, sure. But I don't know. I feel like no. I was gonna say I don't know if you go to Pigeon Forge in the Smoky Mountains and watch spooky movies at night. But that also that's something we would do. it, It sounds really fitting and nice. Yeah. I don't know. 
What do you, what do but you the, think? He doesn't, he didn't talk too much about the slithering human thing. No, but that was, I guess that was at the very end and everything just kind of culminated. That there uh-huh. were, at le- there were multiple of them slithering in different directions. Oh, there's a lot of them. I mean, at least when I think, mul- or when I hear multiple, more than two, less than seven. Sure. But if there were, let's just say three, because that's spooky, I guess. Yeah. One slithering kind of towards you and the other two slithering left and right or whatever, kind of in the grass, about human size on their bellies. And then you heard, someone help me, please. That sounded fake human, pseudo human. Yeah. I don't know. They were like trying to lure him out. Exactly. Yeah, that's interesting and weird. I don't think I've ever heard of like a per- a slithering person. No, not, neither have I. Unless it was Maybe something... it was like a weird game that someone plays. Oh, like called, maybe it's like a new TikTok thing. Oh, called the uh, called the um, naked slithering person challenge. I was gonna say, <laughs> and it raises money for snakes in general. Yeah, and like when you're doing it, you have to say, "Somebody, please help me!" And then they're like, "To donate to snakes. help <laughs> <laughs> And then in the TikTok video, it's there. It's them slithering, and it's like you know, it's forward, then it reverses, and there's mm-hmm. all these cool, cool effects or whatever. And then they say, someone help me, please. And they edit it and there's like, boing, or like some weird noise. And they do a peace sign. Yeah. And it plays the Jonas Brothers. And it, there's that old man that danced in the Six Flags commercial. Oh, yeah. And that's it. That's the game. What? Okay. So speaking of that song, uh, that was the what? Venga Boys? Yeah. We like to party. <laughs> we like we like to party. If there are any listeners, which I I bet everyone's heard that song, mm-hmm. but if there are any listeners who have never heard Venga Boys, We Like to Party, please right now stop the show after I say this. Stop the show, find it, and pump up the jams. Well, every once in a while, a good Venga Boy song is great. We tried to play that for our nephew, and he didn't dance he around. He didn't like it. No, he didn't. Well, he was I dancing. I think it's a lot to handle. It is a lot to handle. Maybe it's like, yeah, maybe when you're like a 12-year-old, then it's funny. I remember hearing that song for the first time with our friend Adam Bernie when we were in seventh grade. Okay. <laughs> So th- <laughs> maybe it's like a weird conspiracy. Maybe you can't hear Vanga Boys unless you're over 10. See what I'm saying? It's like a dog whistle. Like only a dog can hear it. You can't hear it. Mensa is listening as we speak and they're scribbling their letters. <laughs> she just she just figured out the hidden code. <laughs> you, you can't hear Vanga Boys unless you're over 10. That's right. We like to smarty. And that's the maybe that's the Mensa theme. Maybe. We like to smarty. Sure. Well, that's the story I found. Nice. And those are some of the stories that our very good friends wrote in. So thank you for writing in. I know it was uh, SN, which means short notice. Mm-hmm. That's a cool internet lingo. But thanks for playing. Yeah. Well, should we do some haunted housekeeping and then I'll take you on a road trip when we come back? <laughs> cool. Spooky road trip. Yeah. Is there anything you want to you wanna say to the cactus before we go to spooky uh, haunted housekeeping? He knows. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, we will see each and every one of you in the haunted housekeeping zone in three, two, one. Welcome to the Haunted Housekeeping Zone, and guess what? We have a few things to tell you about, and they're secrets. Hee hee hee. And it's not how to clean your haunted bathroom. It's not. No, these are secrets. Again, these are. this is secret information. If you've made it this far, now you get a whole bunch of secrets. If you would like to find out more about our show, maybe check out some cool new merchandise that Lindsay designed, you can go over to SpookySpousesCast.com, do some scrolling, some looking around, and at the bottom of the page will be some merchandise, which is there for you. Or click the Scavengers Network logo, and it'll take you to all the other great shows on our network. You can get a long sleeve shirt, a short sleeve shirt, a blanket for yourself or your dog, and a coffee mug. And you can put whatever liquid you want inside of it. Or if you have a spooky question that you just like cannot survive if you don't ask us, you can call our spooky hotline. You can also text our spooky hotline. We just found this out because we are old and irrelevant. The phone number is 803-816-2667 or the scarier number 803 816 
booze, which is what ghosts say. It's very scary. Say you have a question about you have a bunch of rats that you think are actually piloting your skin suit. Maybe you have too many trees in your yard like we do and they're scaring your dog. Or they're just scaring you. And maybe one of those trees you're almost convinced you've thought you've heard say, Hey, come here really quick. Maybe the soap in the shower has started communicating with you. Telepathically? <laughs> If so, you can call or text us and let us know about it. 803-816-2667. We would love to hear from you. We would. We'll give you mediocre advice and hopefully make it better. Yeah, hopefully. Also, if you like hearing us talk, which, you know, is not for everyone, you can <laughs> rate and review our show. You can tell a friend. You can tell an enemy. We love it. We do love it. And it means a lot to us. And we do this for free all the time. We sit in our house and just blabble and blabble. And it would mean a lot to us knowing that it means a lot to you. You can go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Stonker, Crinkry, Blips, Blips Pod. You can go to the grocery store and just tell people how much you love us and then you know that counts as a review right yes that absolutely counts as a review but you have to record yourself talking to a stranger and telling them about our show or it doesn't count it does not count oh okay sorry that's okay <laughs> and as always we want to thank everybody for listening and sticking with us we're lucky to have all of you as our pod buds as our rat boat buddies or our spooky pals Stay spooky. I think the spooky house cleaning is clear. Ours is? Yeah. We're done? We're done. Okay, here's an ad for a podcast that we like. Enjoy. Podcube. Podcasts from the past delivered to the future. With Podcube's pseudo-linear 4D adiabatic qubit streaming technology, you can select any point in history and record it for personal gain. What was the group dynamic with Australopithecus? What brand of cigarettes did the Spanish Inquisition smoke? Was Leonardo da Vinci a pants guy? Or a shorts guy? You can discover with Podcube. Listen for yourself to the flagship Podcube podcast, Alabaster's Haberdashery. Recorded on location in 1880. Simply search PodCube, all one word, in your podcast app or visit poweredbypodcube.com. PodCube, the future is yesterday. Welcome back, spooky buddies. And uh, like I said, I was going to take you on a road trip for my topic this week. Okay. Well, I'm going to take everyone on a visual trip because we are both wearing shorts right now. We are. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I feel like you can't travel right now. It's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Like your travel is kind of, you know. You can. You have to be really careful about it. Yeah. Yeah. Wearing latex gloves at the gas station mm -hmm. and whatever else. Yeah. So my topic this week, do you want to just jump right into it? Uh, splish splash. I'm, yeah, I'm, yes. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be slow. I'm ready to go. Splish splash. I'm filling up gas. With your latex gloves. Uh, um, so mine is weird roadside attractions. I think this is pretty cool. And they're in the U.S., so yeah. Just weird, bizarre kind of roadside stuff. Yeah, I was thinking about Ohio. I think Ohio has like that big basket. Yeah. It's we the have a big basket building. Longaburger or something like that. Something like that. I've driven past it a few times. It used to be a business, but I don't think it's a business. I think it's abandoned now. I think it is, which imagine that like this week on Ghost Extreme. We're, we're investigating this <laughs> giant basket. This, ba this haunted basket. What's inside? The ghosts of sandwiches or well, gummy bears? I just think the whole idea of roadside attractions are very funny and they're just weird. I honestly, I love, I love the idea of a roadside attraction. You and I drove past one, oh, when was it? Years ago, Dino World. Yeah, Dinosaur World is in, I think when you're going towards Kentucky, or I think it might be Kentucky. Oh, I think it's by Mammoth Cave. We were driving towards Nashville. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And the whole idea of that, like, obviously to bring in tourists to different towns, but like, I feel like they're just so outlandish and weird that it's like, what made people start doing this? <laughs> and they're also like really charmingly outdated and like yes. charmingly low budget. 
Yes. Like there's the one place, where is it? Out in Oregon, Enchanted Forest or something like that, mm-hmm. where there's like a mushroom village and a <laughs> witch's, witch's alley. Well, I found a few that were kind of a really unusual ones. Oh, like the largest turd and... <laughs> no. I mean, there was somewhere that was like the largest ball of paint that was like... Ball of paint? Yeah, it's like a big ball of paint. How do you even get a paint in a ball I shape? I know. It was weird. But anyways, so here's some sp- spookier roadside attractions. I mean, they're all weird, but here's some really cool ones. I'm excited. Um, So in Maine, there's the International Cryptozoology Museum. It was found by Lauren Coleman. This museum is filled to the brim with artifacts and evidence related to folklore animals you grew up hearing about. So it's the, it's like the, well, maybe not the museum for cryptozoology, or is it like the place? I guess it's their big roadside attraction. Because I was thinking of the one in Somerset, but I think that's the paranormal research center that's or something. a paranormal museum this is a cryptozoology museum i would love to go to the cryptozoology <laughs> museum i would just like to go to maine and get that lobster a lap what's your best maine imp- impression oh god i know i don't even well i'm already nasally so i have that going for me i guess you just have to say like leave lapster well well what do you want me to say <laughs> Part, you know the 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 one they always do. I think what you just say, lebs, labsta, not labsta, labsta. Well, I was trying to differentiate, like to make it different from like a Boston accent. I want to be like lobsta. I think that's close though. Labsta, labsta. I'm gonna go get me a nice lobster dinner. Pack the cat. Don't they say that? Pack, pack the cat. No, pack, <laughs> pack, pack the car. Like it's the park the car. Uh, pack the car? Like we in undergrad, we had a friend. I thought you said pack the cat. I'm like, why does the cat particularly like lobster? No, it's punch the cat. Oh. Aww. But we had a friend in undergrad from Chicago, and we had a thing for the dining hall that was called Bobcat Cash. Mm-hmm. And we'd say, hey, say Bobcat Cash, because she was from Chicago, and it just sounded funny. Yeah. But I think pack the car is like a main thing. Hmm. I think I'm wrong. Okay. What would you want to see at the Cryptozoology Museum? I don't know. Apparently, if you go there, you will believe in something. That's what their motto is. It's like, you will come out believing that in you got, something. That you got a great deal in the gift shop. <laughs> I guess they have more than like the typical Bigfoot imprints and stuff. They have like some really weird stuff in there. That's exciting, too, because when you and I went to CryptidCon, there were a lot of people sort of lost their minds over the Bigfoot prints and oh, casts. Oh, had a whole room. It was an entire room just dedicated to Bigfoot casts. So yeah. if they have better stuff than that, I can only imagine that it's like, holy smokes. Um, well, over in Maryland, they have the National Museum of Health and Medicine. Oh. Now, what makes this place a little unusual, because you're like, okay, health and medicine, why would you stop there? It has real slices of human arms, brains in glass jars, and the actual bullet that killed Abraham Lincoln. Holy smokes. So the National Museum of Health and Medicine roadside attraction, I mean, I wouldn't go there to get a medical degree. No. But I think it's a very oddities (laughs) type museum. Yeah, because at first I was like, oh, health and wellness. What is it, a museum for Advil? (laughs) But then you go, get your ibuprofen. Oh, cool. Ibuprofen through the years. It always looks the same. (laughs) Slices of a human arm. Yeah, it shows like the anatomy of like human bodies. So they have like slices of human bodies. Yuck. Yeah, I don't know. Talk to Katie Diddy because she said that bacteria grows on them. So that might scare her. They're all full of mustard. (laughs) Because they have mustard arms. Wasn't it that one, speaking of like sections of a human body that one body exhibit body works or whatever where there was Mm -hmm. that doctor from germany who would pose he developed that technology that would like embalm and you could pose people and i don't know people thought that was really cool and i guess it is but i don't know if that's something i really want to go see i understand i don't know maybe if i went i would change my mind i maybe i don't me not for me yeah i'm okay like i already have a hard time understanding like things about my body i don't want to see inside i'm just gonna leave that alone yeah ignorance is bliss i think um in alaska this one's not really particularly spooky but i think it's funny there's the hammer museum okay that sounds cool pretty self-explanatory um it's devoted to hammers you'll find around (laughs) two thousand of them on display at this roadside stop off haynes highway 
Two, how many? 2,000. 2,000 hammers? 2,000 different kinds of hammers. I think in my life at one time, I've only seen seven hammers. <laughs> like at once. <laughs> well, these ones date all the way back to Roman times. You know, if you think about what a hammer does and how a hammer looks. Mm-hmm. It hams. It hams nails. <laughs> <laughs> What's this hammer do? Hams nails and stuff. That's cool. Uh, but if you think about the design, it's such a simple tool. Yeah. I guarantee you that a hammer from 1632 mm-hmm. to a hammer to 1992, like you're not going to look at it and be like, wow, that's what they look like today. You're going to look at these well, hammers and you, be like, <laughs> you know, the hammer was invented because like someone was punching something to get it to go into something. I can't ham this that well. And then they picked something up and then hit it with that. And they're like, huh, turns out if I don't use my hand and I use this object, it doesn't hurt my hand. Yeah. I can ham it better with this. I can ham it up all day. But I guess like if you think about in the last 30 to 40 years, how computers have progressed. Yeah. How televisions, cars, but a hammer, like you could hand me a hammer, a real hammer from, again, 15, 1500. Right. And I go, oh, did you just, did you make this on your own yesterday? Oh, it's thousands, it's hundreds and hundreds of years old. I don't know. I guess there's not a lot of progression in the whole lineage of (laughs) hammers. Maybe they really progressed. I mean, I don't know. It's like having a leaf museum. Leafs have always looked the same. (laughs) I didn't know you were going to be mad about the hammer museum, but let's uh, skip on over to Arkansas's or Arkansas. Arkansas is the best. Um, There's an alligator farm and petting zoo. Okay, fine. Whatever. It's a little crazy with the alligator farm, but... Mm -hmm. They have things like pygmy goats and baby alligators. They have, it's 117 years old. So it's a very old roadside attraction petting zoo. Um, They feed the alligators there. It's a whole thing. I feel like on TV you see that. What, the movie Joe Dirt, I think he worked at. Maybe this one. I don't know, because he was in in Arkansas. But um, the main thing that people stop for is the merman that they have embalmed that is on display. Is that the one that they have, like, it's in ice or something? No, he's like, he looks really like, a leathery, like, face-armed creature with, like, a mermaid tail. Cool. And he's in a big glass box. I would love to get a t-shirt with its face on it or, like, go there. (laughs) I'm sure you probably could there. You know what I think is probably awesome is that I bet you this place, if they have a merman, uh, I bet you they, or I can almost guarantee you that they would also have a birthday for that thing. Probably. So to go there on its birthday, I bet you just is a really cool time. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think? So cool. If you could pick a day to go to this place throughout the year, you kind of want to schedule your trip around this merman's birthday. His mer birthday. They might take him out, walk him around. (laughs) (laughs) They put him on a skateboard and just slide him around. (laughs) Poor, poor punch (laughs) in his mouth. Oh, he loves punch. Because <laughs> you know mermaids love punch. Um, Delaware. Delaware has the Odporium. Oh, this sounds cool. Um, actually, this does sound really cool. I don't even remember where Delaware is. Somewhere in the U.S. <laughs> but I would like to go here. Okay. Um, they have uh, particular and bizarre objects. It has vintage electroshocked therapy kits, um, embalming pumps, mustard pumps, and jewelry made from bat skulls. Whoa! It also has old torture ER devices, torture ER devices, medical devices, and some bones collected from species that are unknown. Okay, like a merman. Like a merman. So. I don't know. It sounds like kind of like a Ripley's Believe It or Not thing, but I mean, I guess more factual because these medical devices were actually used. Okay, so going back to the bat skull jewelry, I'd like to know, say you're going, you finally get your invite to the Met Gala mm-hmm. and you know you're doing, who's making your who's making your outfit? Chanel, Dior. The wizard. The wizard. The wizard. <laughs> because... A wizard would make your bat skull necklace. 
Well, no, I meant, okay, this is just your actual, like, what you're wearing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so who would you want to make that? You have your Christian Soriano. So you want him? Sure. Okay. Then he's Christian says, Lindsay, so happy you're going to the Met Gala. You've, you've earned it. Mm-hmm. We need to get you some bat skull jewelry. What types of pieces would you want? Would you just want the whole nine yards? The whole bat. You'd want just a full bat, like yeah. necklace, like a big tax. Yeah. Like That'd be cool. With like his wings outstretched? I don't know why. What would you want? I don't know. Maybe like a cool headpiece, like a wear it on my head, like <laughs> like a like a bat skull crown. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then you would probably have to have like a big old like fruit bat or something so that it could fit yeah. around your head. I'd want the full taxidermied skull just like you, mm-hmm. but mine would be on my forehead and then stretching out. Okay. And have a cigarette hanging out of its mouth too. It does say that not everything is for sale, but some things that are for sale are a cyclops pig okay. and a bat in a glass coffin. Okay. I f- one of those sounds way more exciting. Yeah. Well, they're both exciting. It just like, do you want a shock factor or do you want like a shock factor? Yeah. Oh, hey, cool bat. Oh, hey, cool cyclops pig. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this one is, I mean, I guess it's kind of spooky because of the whole disaster but tennessee has the titanic museum attraction which i've heard of before um it does seem i guess kind of cool it has like how the titanic would actually look when you walk inside it has the big old staircase i mean i guess it's really beautiful to walk around and see the artifacts yeah it has real life replicas of the corridors the rooms and even in the grand staircase but when you go into the museum, you're giving a boarding pass of somebody that was on the boat. But what's creepy about it is that everybody gets somebody that died. Yeah. So, like, why don't they, like, okay, so I remember, like, back in the day, like, there were certain, like, I know the Holocaust Museum does this sometimes, is you're, like, you're given a person and you kind of find out at the end, like, about that person and if they lived or died. That's right. But... I guess at the Titanic one is always someone that died, whether you're a worker or a passenger or something. But it's like, why can't you just have... I mean, there are a lot of people that survived that too, though. Yeah. Or also, I mean, I understand like it's for history or whatever. Like it adds more intrigue. Yeah. I mean, you could just get rid of that and just give someone a ticket. Here you go. (laughs) Okay, thanks. (laughs) Yeah. Why do you even have to like say a name of someone that... I don't know. Hi, my or name. like at the end, why don't you have like a donation thing or something or sure. I don't know or pay your respects or I don't know. My favorite part of that museum is when you can, in a room full of people, you can pose nude and have someone draw you like Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio. <laughs> and, and I also like how they like really play into the bit and they're like, no, this is not a part of the museum. You do not need to get nude. No one will draw you. And you go, okay, sure. I get it. I'll just sure, wait. Whatever. I'll just wait. Can't wait to see my portrait <laughs> and then at 2 20 a.m everybody's freaking out and yelling that's part of the reenactment too <laughs> um in nevada there is the open air museum it's just outside <laughs> it's just outside it is on the eastern edge of the death valley national park but a artist has i don't i think you've seen them they've done them overseas before where they kind of use like decoupage and sheets and stuff and they make those ghost statues so it looks like just a sheet kind of there well i guess there's a bunch of them out there and there's actually a big um spot where he had done leonardo da vinci's the last supper but in little ghostly phantom figures that's cool um there's another one too that is riding a bicycle that's been there for some years and yeah you can just see these outside of death valley i like that just uh ghost haunted figures in the middle of the desert that's very you know what i like that one a lot yeah that just sounds great this just sounds great (laughs) (laughs) um so this one is fun for you pop culture fans out there Uh oh louisiana can you guess pop culture pop culture louisiana louisiana the forrest gump museum no. <laughs> uh, the, the Water Boy starring Adam Sandler Museum. <laughs> oh, I forgot that was Louisiana. Was it Louisiana? I think so. Uh, it might have been. Yeah. Um, Louisiana. Louisiana. Isn't New Orleans in Louisiana? Is yeah, it? But, yeah. Well, I'm thinking maybe it's in New Orleans. Kentwood. Kentwood? Kentwood, Louisiana. Okay, last guess. 
the Friends Museum where you can see <laughs> Ross, Rachel, and but it's all people from Louisiana with Southern accents. Can I give you a hint? Yes. Oops, I did it again. The Britney Spears Museum. There is. There's a roadside attraction at the Kentwood Historical and Cultural Museum. It is a Britney Spears shrine. The Wait. thing that's weird about this. How would I have ever guessed it was a Britney Spears museum? Pop culture, Louisiana. She's the Louisiana sweetheart. I thought she just grew up in Mickey Mouse's house with Justin Timberlake. <laughs> oh, she did, but you know. Oh. Um. So what's creepy about this, even though it, it's already kind of creepy that there's like this weird roadside attraction of Britney Spears, that it actually was a bunch of memorabilia and stuff from her actual childhood home that was down the street. But there's things including like calendars, dolls, life-size cutouts, um, wigs that she wore during tours or videos. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff off there. But what this place used to be was an old funeral home. And then they turned it into the Britney Spears (laughs) memorabilia museum. Okay, for real? Not even kidding around? This is one of the creepiest places I've ever heard of in my entire... I'm not kidding. I know Zach Bagans in Las Vegas has a literal museum full of like yeah. Dr. Kevorkian's Levi jeans or whatever whatever he has. This is lit- This is by far, by a very, very, very large margin, the creepiest mu- thing I've heard. Do you want to hear something that's even creepier? Brittany... Sp- no, they, they have pieces of her skin. No, they're most precious exhibit is they have a whole room recreated like her childhood bedroom yep and you're right that's the creepiest (laughs) thing that's so creepy yeah it's very weird i like okay britney spears great i people can love her great i don't mind her fine in an old funeral home and a shrine to her that's weird that's like kind of like obsessive and kind of yeah or is a lot yeah do you think she has ever been there? No. Okay, well then follow-up question. How many how many times have the police gone there on her behalf saying, "You know, you guys aren't breaking any laws, but you guys really got to you guys really got to stop doing this." <laughs> Cuz it's really, you know what it is? It's we're we're the police. It's not illegal. It's upsetting. I just we I just think that's very weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I kind of want to go, but it's very weird. Yeah, I was reading through all these different roadside attractions and there was, you know, these big, like there's the Mothman and all these weird things and the Odporium and all. And the Britney Spears one was the weirdest. It was the weirdest. You're yeah, it is right. the weirdest. It is, it's yes. there. I wonder how much it is to get in. And then I don't know. Hope it's free. You know, I doubt it probably is. A lot of these places are not free. <laughs> Will you look up how much it is to get in there? Uh, yeah, let me see if I wrote it down. Okay, Lindsay is about to tell us the price of admission for the Britney Spears Museum. And this was the most research we've ever done mid-show because I think there's going to be, or there's like a minute and a half of audio gone. So drum roll, please. (laughs) Well, I'm just looking at all the pictures and it's just too much to handle. But I don't think that it costs anything to go into the museum, I think that it just costs money to get pictures with stuff. Like it says $3 if you want to get a photo of like the wings that she wore on like her Femi tour. And like there are like $4 if you want to take a picture with this. Or like I think there's like a secret room where it's like, oh, secret room. <laughs> There's calendars and cutouts and magazines, and there it is. There's her childhood bedroom. <laughs> that's, you know what? That's really, that is like the labyrinth. Oh, you love your bear. Yeah. yeah. So you love Mr. Bear. Except it's a really terrifying one. I wonder if people, if these microphones can pick up Molly barking downstairs. I yeah, think they can. Yeah, she's mad. Well, she hates Britney Spears. She's not a fan. I think a way that this shrine could make more money is Mm -hmm. you don't charge admission, but you charge people money to leave. 
<laughs> like you trap them in there? Kinda. You have to stay the night in her childhood bedroom in this old funeral home and you have to pay us if you want to leave if you don't want to do that. So it's like, how could they make more? Like uh, if you're really creeped out and you want to leave in five minutes, it's like 40 bucks. But if you stay for the whole thing, which is like typically an hour, it's like 20 bucks. So it kind of encourages, encourages you to stay. Yeah. But if you're really creeped out, you're like, you know what? I'll pay double. I need to, I need to get out of here right now. Yeah. Okay. That'll be $40 for leaving. Yeah. But that's the roadside attractions I have. There is, I mean, obviously 50 of them in the United States, but there's like even little towns and stuff. And it's just, it's very funny and weird and odd to me that there's even some, um, I can't remember where it was, but there was a place that had the Fountain of Youth. Oh. But it's this picture of like a well that's like really rickety looking. And it's the person that was like went there and took the picture was like, there's not even any water in it. <laughs> so like they haven't even kept up with that. I don't know. It's just very funny. I like that a lot. Maybe it's a metaphor. There is no fountain of youth. It's dried up. Yeah. You know? Wow. Well, that's all I have. That's my weird spooky topic for this week. I liked it, Lindsay. Great. Great. (laughs) Hey, does anybody else have any fun stories about some weird roadside attractions? Have you been to any? Do you want to go to any? Does anyone want to schedule the very first uh, spooky spouses rat boat buddy crew meetup in Louisiana at the Britney Spears shrine because that would be fun and weird Aww. and you know what I'll just we, we would do it if that's ever a thing uh, but let us know you can reach out to us on social media at spooky underscore spouses on Twitter or Instagram you can send us an email at spooky spouses cast at gmail.com or if you want to just Check out more about the show or about the Scavengers Network that we're on, which is our buddy, friends, super fun network of shows and shows. You can go to SpookySpousesCast.com or ScavengersNetwork.com, whatever you want. We'd also like to thank Eli Rexford Chambers for the music that he wrote for us, the Spooky Spouses, that you hear at the beginning, the middle, and the end. You can find Eli at Eli Who Does Music on Instagram or Twitter. What about his arms? And his arms? Oh my gosh, I forgot. I I'm not going to let so it stop. It's been so long that I forgot to tell you. He has wonderful musical flute arms. Mm-hmm. They're very nice. And they're yeah. always in tune and they're always just shiny and great. I'm going to make a roadside attraction just for Eli's flute arms. It'll just be pictures of flutes and arms. <laughs> this is Eli. <laughs> these are flutes. Think of these two together, you know? <laughs> it's weird. $20 to get in. <laughs> $50 to leave. <laughs> um, we uh, And hey, if you also want to just get in touch with us about roadside attractions, about a personal scary story, about a weird fun fact that you know, literally anything, we would love to hear from you. You can call or text our spooky hotline at 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. That's B-O-O-S. Like if there were multiple ghosts saying the word boo, you could say, oh, I heard plenty of boos last night when I yeah, was- Yeah, not in- like the beer. No, yuck. Yeah, icky. When I was investigating the Titanic Museum, or when I was investigating the, the giant haunted basket last night, I heard so many boos mm-hmm. from all of the spirits. We'd also like to thank each and every one of you for listening, because without you, there is no us, and we're just a roadside Britney Spears attraction. Weird, frumpy, and a little creepy. <laughs> Uh, we'd also like to thank native language clothing for helping us with our swagger and our drip you can go to nativelanguageclothing.com or nativelanguageco on instagram find some cool new drip uh, pair some cool sherpa shorts with a molly shirt or a spooky spouses shirt or a mug or a blanket and on checkout you can use spooky spouses all one word all lowercase for 30 percent off of your order wowee and everybody stay happy and healthy and safe yeah look out for one another it's very weird but necessary outside right now and we hope everyone is doing what they can and being safe because you are important. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess, well, it's already Tuesday because we forgot what days are. And I guess the rest of the week have a, you know, roadside attraction, spooky, oddly shrined Tuesday, tu- next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Have a um, 
uh what's the what's the one what's the one hmm. um wednesday i was gonna say yeah <laughs> oops it's wednesday again which you can use <laughs> you can put that over the britney spears lyrics yeah uh, and have that kind of a wednesday have a toxic tuesday i think it's thursday again you could do <laughs> That's that a good britney uh, yeah yeah. I don't think it was. Yeah, it was okay. Okay. Great. Well, great. Well, hey, everybody, be safe. You're excellent. And we will see each and every one of you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Do you want to test your microphone by telling everybody that you're playing Candy Crush right now? Um, I'm actually checking my emails right now. Sale at Michael's. Uh, 70% off betting on Wayfair. Okay. You're welcome. What's the 12th email in your inbox? Mm, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, it says that my Patagonia order has been delivered. Okay. And do you want to tell everyone what that was? Uh, they were a pair of shorts with alligators on them. I don't know if they have an official name. Um, they're called the W Barely Baggies. Okay. Uh, I think that's probably fine. Okay. Thank you, Lens. Meow, you're welcome. Meow. Meow, bye. Okay, meow. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Welcome to Shelly Has Opinions. The podcast where the Chatfield sisters try and get their very shy sister Shelly's opinions on a variety of silly topics. We weigh the pros and cons and laugh along the way. And Shelly likes it. Right, Shelly? I just do my best to try and have an opinion on anything, but it's very hard. Look for new episodes every Tuesday on ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y hasopinions.com. Join the Shelly gang. Goodbye. Goodbye. See ya. Big well.